Isaiah 58. And uh, verse 3. Well, let me back up to verse 1. Cry loudly and do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet and declare to my people their transgressions and to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me day by day and delight to know my ways as a nation that had done righteousness and has not forsaken the ordinance of their God. They ask me for decisions. They delight in the nearness of God. Why have we fasted and do not see? You ever feel like that? Why have we humbled ourselves? Why did I do all that? Why am I living right? And you do not notice. Behold, on the day you fast, you find, you, on the day of your fast, you find your desire and drive hard all your workers. I want to talk about this morning fast and furious. Amen. Fast and furious. Amen. What fasting is not. Fasting is not. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, fast. But why is God furious? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your grace and mercy. We ask that you'd forgive us of our sins, cleanse us of all unrighteousness, create in us, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us. Bless now the preaching of your word. Stand in my body, think with my mind, speak with my voice. Bless now the hearts and the minds of your people. Anoint now the preaching of your word. Would you speak to us now in Jesus' name, amen, and thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. <clears throat> Fast and <laughs> furious. You've seen the movie, right? <laughs> amen. Amen. It's a pretty good movie. Paul Walker lost his life, actually. Uh, but it's a good title, don't you think? Fast and Furious. We're talking about, today, I want to introduce the second discipline in change. Many of you uh, want change in your life. But it comes a point in your life where you reach a place where the change just ain't happening. Anybody been there? Uh, it's just like working out. You know, you get to that certain place in, in your workout, right? Anybody can identify with that? And it's like the weight just won't go. It won't, you lost the water weight. <laughs> and just you can't go any further than where you are. So there's something else that you have to do. Well, one of the things that I've found in my spiritual life is that prayer does change you. As a matter of fact, I think the more you pray to God, the more God will change you. But there comes a time when you have to take the relationship to another level. There comes a time when this spiritual exercise of, or spiritual discipline of fasting, amen, must be an undertaking of every believer. 
Now, when we say fasting, we're talking about abstinence from food. But not just abstinence from food, but it could be television. It could be, you know, a ritual, something that you do every day. And I'll get into that next week about what it is. But I'm talking about today what it's not. And the reason I'm titled this, uh, this message Fast and Furious because I believe not only was God furious in chapter 58, but also I believe that we can, amen, if we believe God, amen, that when we give ourselves totally over to prayer and fasting, that he is able to change us, amen, quickly. Are you with me? Now, I don't know about you, but I've fasted before, and it was a discipline that I did as a Hindu. Amen. It was a discipline that I gave up foods for periods of time. Amen. Now, I'm not sure what I was trying to accomplish. Amen. But I know that in my Christian life, when I brought that discipline into my Christian life, I seen God do miracles. In my own life, I've watched God take cigarettes from me. I've watched him change my attitude. I've, listen, uh, and we'll look at that scripture to show you that fasting can break yokes in your life. And, and, and it can set you free. Next week we'll look at that. But, but today I want to just talk about what it's not simply because a lot of people approach fasting the wrong way. A lot of people approach fasting as a diet. A lot of people approach fasting without any spiritual value. Some people complain while they're on the fast. I mentioned last, last, this year as we were fasting, every year our church we do a 40-day fast. And it was amazing to me to hear people waiting at, at 5.55 saying, man, I can't wait to stop. I can't wait to finish this fast. Man, uh, man, I'm hungry. And, and here's the thing. Fasting is not about what you're, what you're giving up. Fasting is about you putting your mind on God. And so I had to repent of that, that the fact that I was not thinking about God doing the fast. I was thinking about what? Food doing the fast or whatever I was fasting from. And that's the reason why I may not have seen results in my life. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, there's some things that I truly want to change in my life. I mean, you want to change something. I want to stop worrying. I want to stop doubting. I want to trust God more. I want to, amen. I want to change my attitude. I don't want to always have an attitude. Are you with me? I want to increase my faith in God. And so I believe the second discipline in the Lord Change Me series, that through your, through this discipline of fasting, that you and I can be transformed, amen, into the image of Christ. Somebody here this morning, you may be thinking, man, what, what, is, what is he talking about? I mean, furious. Why is God furious? I'm going to get to that. My aim today is to uh, reveal to you, amen, what fasting is not. So, this book of Isaiah, it was written by Isaiah. God was exhorting the people, amen, of the Israelites, 
about their religious observations. Observances, I'm sorry, observances. They were observing all these different things. They were praying, they were fasting, they were doing all their spiritual rituals, but they were doing it without meaning. Amen. Listen to this. They had a holy conduct, but it was not matching up with their character. Are you with me? It was a hypocritical religion that they had. In other words, they were going through the motion. They were praying to God. They were fasting. They were observing all of the holy days. They were, they were, they were looking like they were doing all the right things. And as I started to think about this for a minute, and I started to think about fast and furious, God became furious. God addresses them now through the prophet in chapter 58. He says to them, look at verse 1. He says to them in verse 1, he says, cry aloud and do not hold back. Now, let me tell you what was happening. The people, amen, they were so meticulous about the observances, amen, of these rituals that they missed the spiritual value of it. And I started to think back to our 40-day fasting this year. I started to think about how many people really benefited from the fast. I don't know. (laughs) Amen. But I know it was something that we were doing corporately as a church, but the question is, Could it be that we were just observing, come on somebody, something without understanding the true meaning of it? And and the people, they called on God, they looked apart, but deep inside they were hypocritical. Deep inside they did not mean what they were doing. And so Isaiah addresses them. He says, cry aloud and don't hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet and declare, watch this, to my people their transgressions. Now, you know what God, you know what the transgression was? They were fasting without any meaning. They were praising and not meaning it. In other words, they were performing rather than praising. This is heavy, y'all. This is real heavy. And so obviously God was furious about it because he spoke through the prophet and he's telling them, listen, it's not just good to look Christian. You have to be a Christian. You have to live as a Christian. If you say yes, your yes must be yes. If you do something for me, if you give up food for me, your heart must be turned to me and not your mind focused on what you just gave up. Is that deep? And I started to think all the years that I've fasted and the days that I was not thinking about God, but I was thinking about what I just gave up. Come on, somebody. And here's the thing. Now, in the Jewish calendar... 
they were required to fast at least once a year at the Day of Atonement. Everybody was required to do it, but it had become so ritual to them. It had become so common to them. That's why I spent five weeks on prayer. Because sometimes when we're praying, saints, we want change in our lives, but we're just praying, we're just going through the motions, we're just saying a bunch of words, we're not meaning it in our heart. Because listen, prayer will change you. Prayer will change your attitude. Prayer will change your outlook. Prayer will change your uplook also. And prayer will change you in such a way that your character is affected by it. But here's the thing. These people, God says, declare to them their transgression and to the house of Jacob their sin. Watch verse 2. Yet they were. See, just because we seek God doesn't mean we can find him. Hello, somebody. Just because we say, you know what, I'm going to commit to God, I'm going to join church. Joining church does not mean that you have found God. Come on, somebody. And in other words, what God wants from us is a relationship outside of church. And I believe that the only way that God can change us, the only way we can change is if we have a yearning, a desire for that relationship with him. I don't know about you this morning, but listen, when I read this passage, I mean, I loved the title. It was cute. It was all that. But when the conviction came, I was like, man, I'm looking at myself and I'm looking at these people and I'm saying to myself, have I been praying in vain? Have I been just saying words to God? Have I been seeking God, amen, without a pure heart, without a heart that says, God, I truly want to surrender my life to you? Listen, I understand what it's all about, but here's what I want to say to you, the saints, today. God wants more than just lip service. He wants life surrender. Are you with me? He wants what? Life surrendered to him. Watch the text. He says, yet they seek me day after day, day by day. They delight to what? There are a lot of people that come to church for right information. But then when they leave, they do the wrong stuff. Am I talking to myself? This is not a shouting message. This is one of the messages that make you think like, man, am I doing this thing right? Now you feel how I felt when I got it. <laughs> right? Fast. And furious. Why is God furious? Because they were living one way. They were, they were outwardly expressing something, but not inwardly changing. Are you with me? See, this is very important to change. Because we can do the same thing. We can do all this praying, all the fasting, and yet not live holy. Listen, living holy is a prerequisite for change. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, yet they seek me to know my ways, right? Look what it says here. As a nation that has, now look at this now. As a nation that has done what? Now here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's what I thought about that. I said, man, that's deep that we can be walking around, right? Thinking we're doing all the right things. 
only to end up like them. Only to end up God saying, well, I don't know what you're doing. I, I, I see what you're doing. But what are you doing? Watch the text. The text says, as a nation who's done righteousness and has not forsaken the ordinance of their God. In other words, they were fooling themselves. Fast and furious. God says, you act like you hadn't done anything wrong. You know how church folk act, right? Church people act like they have done nothing wrong. Like, you know what I mean? They're living in sin, right? Like, yeah, not me. Not, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, not me. You know, God isn't seeing me. You, you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, he ain't, no, uh-uh. Oh, don't judge. God says, if you're living that way, and then you're praising me, and you're giving me glory, and all this other stuff, is your living matching up with your worship? Your lifestyle, is it, is it, is it, is it, Godly? Is it, is it of God? God is asking these questions. And then God is saying, listen, you walk around like you're doing it right, but deep in your heart, come on, somebody. Right? You know what I mean? You, you know, I mean, I, I, I just can't, I, I think about these things, right, all the time because I want to make sure that I'm right with God, right? And I want to make sure you're right with God. But here's the thing. I want to just say this. This is not a bunch of stuff, rules you got to follow. What all God is asking for is like this, right? Be real. In a nutshell, just, okay, I'm struggling with that. God, you, until you deliver me. See, this is where fasting comes in. This is where fasting comes in. Fasting is about being real, about who you are and your deficiencies and the areas that you're falling short in. You say, God, I'm going to give something up so you can break that yoke that's in my life. Watch this. Watch this. Watch the text now. He says, look what he says. He says, uh, and, and, and you, you act like you're doing right. <laughs> they ask me for what? Just decision? They delight in the what? See, they delighted in the fact that they could get close to God. They delighted in worship. But when they, soon as worship was over, they left, watch this, the, their Lord behind. Now, we'll, I'll show you this in a couple of weeks, how they, how they treated people and stuff, right? But let's get to verse 3, and I'll give you my points. We're going to go home. So before we talk about what fast is, let, let me say this. The reason that God had not blessed them, they, they, they fasted, but they did not demonstrate the attitudes and activities that represented fasting. Fasting is a spiritual matter, y'all. Fasting is, listen, if you, want, if you want to get over something, because, because there are some things in me right now that's not there anymore, but I had to be honest with God about it. I couldn't be hypocritical like these people, you know, coming to church looking the part. 
I had to say, you know what? I got an attitude problem. I, I got a lying problem. I got an integrity problem. Amen. I have, I have some deficiencies. It, listen, I mean, I know you want to hear good stuff that's going to empower you, but I want to say this to you. This is empowering. That, that today God is telling me, get real with me. You, you said you wanted to serve me. Well, you said that many years ago. Why haven't you served me yet? You said you're ready to surrender. Well, why haven't you surrendered yet? You said you wanted me to be your Lord, but no way do I see myself leading you anywhere. See, it's questions like that. And, and here's the thing. How many of you want to do right? Mm, we all want to do right. And so if we don't have the power to do right, then we need to put a fast on it. Come on, somebody. Tell you neighbor, put a fast on it. 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 But this time when I fast, I'm going to do it differently. I'm not going to think about my stomach. Hello, somebody. I'm not going to think about what I'm giving up. I'm going to stop complaining to people, tell them, oh, I can't wait till that fast is over. Man, is it 6 o'clock yet? Guilty. Guilty. Lord, Lord, be, don't be furious with us. Fast and furious. God was literally furious with them because they were like, how can y'all represent me, right? And keep telling me you love me, but yet your actions doesn't show it. So what they did, what they started to do, right? So after they did all of this, you know, seeking the Lord and praying, they decided, well, let's observe some of the things that we, used, that we do every year. So watch what it says. The text says, now, 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 watch this now. This is the people's response. Now, this is the part that gets me about this passage. This is their response after years of being in captivity. They're in captivity. And yet, God is not answering. What's the first question you ask when you've been praying, fasting? Come on, somebody. And nothing is happening. What's the first three-letter word that we ask? Look at verse 3. What does it say there? <laughs> See, it's good to know the background, right? So now, now this why, it's an emphatic why. It's not like, why? It's like, why? Why, God? Please tell me why. One of those kind of like, why me? Why did this happen to me? See, here's the thing. If you are a Christian and you're praying, and you're not getting any answers. You and I need to ask why. Because if you are a child of God, you have a direct connect. Listen, you don't need to be placed on hold. You, listen, you don't need to send no emails. You don't need to text God. God talks to you directly by way of the Holy Spirit. And if what I'm really praying for hasn't happened yet, then I got to stop 
and ask myself, why? Now, my why is not to question God. My why is to examine me. Oh, Lord, that was rich right there. That why is like, okay, all right, why? Is that, why haven't got this job yet? Why haven't I overcome this pain yet? What am I not doing, God? So now look what they said. They said, why? Watch this now. <laughs> why have we fasted and do not see? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Can you imagine? Let me just. That's a very arrogant statement. Because how can you not live right and expect God to answer your prayer? How can you not live right and expect God to see God do something from your fasting? If stuff ain't working, baby, you have to have that common denominator thing. You know what I mean? That exclusion thing to say, okay, uh, uh, hello, hello, self. How you doing? You know we ain't doing right. Come on, y'all. You know we ain't doing right. You know like I know. I may hide it from everybody, but I know me. Come on, how many know you? Amen. So the first thing I want to show you what fasting is not. First thing. Dim those lights up here for me. We, we got a deficit up here with the screen. But Fasting is not to be done to impress God. No way. They wanted to see, but they wanted to impress God. Apparently they thought that by going through the motion of religion without the inward reality of faith, that they would be blessed. They wanted to impress God more, watch this, outwardly than it was an inward reality. So when we fast, we're not doing God any favors. We're, we're, we're not doing it to impress him. And oftentimes, that's what people do. They try to look spiritual. This is something we have to be careful of, that we're not just going through the motions. This is my last resort in life. No, listen, the church should be your first resort in everything. Christ should be at the head of your life, saints. But I want to tell you something. It's a danger to do something spiritual and don't mean it. You know what? I would rather not do it, amen, than to do it with a heart that says, I don't believe this. They fasted, but it's not done. They, they, look at the question. Why have we fasted and do not see? In other words, they were saying, God, and you do not, and you do not see. Don't you see us, God? Don't you see? This is the question they were asking. Don't you see us doing this stuff? We're giving up all this stuff. Some of you done this before. Lord, I prayed, I prayed, I fasted. How come he ain't came out of jail yet? He didn't ain't there acting a fool. You talking about. 
I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all, just the common denominator stuff for me. I just, I'm very practical, right? I'm very practical when I look at Scripture. I'm like, seriously? They ask this question, why have I fasted and you do not see? Really? I want to show how spiritual I am, God, to you. God, look at me. I'm fasting, God. God, would you, would you break this chain of, of depression, break this yoke of disappointment in my life? No, but if you do it with a heart that says, God, whether you see or not, I'm giving this up because I want to show how much I love you. I fast because I'm denying myself. That's what, I, I don't want to get into the definition, but the definition is this. Denying yourself. That's what it means. I'm going to give you the rest next week. Deny, I want to just give you what is not. Denying what? But it's not to be done to do what? To impress God. Watch the next, watch the next part of this verse. And I'm going to sit down. Watch this. Look, he says, why have we what? Notice that next why. You know, you know what they were saying? Why did I go to church, man? You know, that's like, kind of like what they're saying. Like, well, I should have beat that dude up. I should have, man, I should have, man, you know. You know, why did I do this? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, look, look at it. Why have we humbled ourselves? Watch this. And you do not what? Notice. I mean, seriously? They're asking God, and they're wondering why. He's furious. First of all, you're fasting to impress God, but secondly, fasting is not with what? False humility. It's not to be done with false humility. What is false humility? You know what it is? Listen to this. Sitting down on the outside, but standing up on the inside. Outwardly, you look humble. We look humble. But inwardly, we're not humble. He says, you, he says why? why did, and, and the reason I say that, it's like, man, they were literally gauging their humility. How can you gauge your own humility? Watch this. When you're not getting when you're not getting any type of answers from God, it's time to check your heart. It's time to check and say, God, okay, I'm not hearing from you. But can I shun? Why do it if it's not real? Okay, so I humble myself. False humility can show up in a lot of ways, y'all. We can say that we're humble, but let me step on your toe. Amen. Let, let me hold back your breakfast from you. I ain't pointing no fingers. <laughs> let me hold your sandwich back. <laughs> See how you act then. <laughs> You're like, forget you. I got to eat. Then I'll talk to you. <laughs> Now, were you really humble? <laughs> so, see, this, 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 this is deep to me. This is deep to me. Look what he said. Look what he said. Look, look, I'm going on. I'm going on. I promise you. I'm over my time already. Look what he said. Behold, 
on the day you fast, you find what? Watch. This blew my mind. So we're going to change the way we fast corporately. Right? We, we're really going to change. That, that's going to be a whole nother spin on that. And next year, I'm asking for the people who really want to fast, they're going to fast. People who don't want to fast, thank you. Sit on this side of the room. Because I don't want God furious with me. <laughs> Seriously. Because, and, and, and listen, and it's in everything we do, saints. It's not just fasting. It's in our prayer life, our service. You know, you, people get upset because they got to serve God. Listen, serving God, you should be blessed. You should be happy. You should be, like, privileged to say, man, I got an opportunity to serve God. God, the God of the universe, seriously? Watch this. So the next point, fasting it's not done only to get what I desire. It's not about me. That's what the Christian journey is supposed to be all about. But people drop a fast like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to get this. You see, simply going through the system of worship without changing one's attitude and conduct, especially in their relationships, can be very detrimental to your journey. Listen, a fa we fast to please God and we have an attitude of humility. We fast to seek his will for our lives, not our will. The fast, we fast so that God's desires are our top priority. Remember what I said? Thy kingdom come. Amen. They were practicing religious ritual to try, watch this, to manipulate God to bless them. That's deep to me. And they somehow thought that the God that created everything, the God that is all omnipresent, the God that's omnipotent, that's all-powerful. The God that's omniscient, some people say omniscience. The, the God that's omniscient who knows everything did not know their hearts. Seriously? I, can I ask you a question? Why did you pray this morning? Was it your kingdom come? Your will be done. No, God, give me safe traveling. Grace, bless me. Lord, uh, change me. Lord, fix this. Lord, fix that. Now, it's a hard job being God. Ain't that something? And these people who were in captivity, and here's the thing, ding dong, they didn't even get it. They were like, why are we in captivity? <laughs> Seriously? You are in captivity. You are supposed to be a free people. You are supposed to be blessed among nations. You and I are supposed to be the head and not the tail. We are supposed to shine. Our light should be bright every day. The Bible says you are a city set on a hill. 
You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. But we ain't bringing no flavor, right? We ain't bringing no light. And we're definitely not looking like a city. But God says to us, all I'm asking, Vision, is for you to be real with me. Pour out your heart and be real about your service to me. I know you have a job. I know you have a life. But I love you so much, I let you do whatever you want to do. I've given you 167 hours a week. And all I ask from you is four hours of that time. I give you a whole paycheck. And all I ask for, 10%. That's all I ask. So that there may be meat in my house. So the lights can stay on. Amen. We're not just doing this for free. Amen. We're not just volunteering here. <laughs> Amen. But God is saying, listen, if you're going to be about it, be about it. Be real with me, and I will be super real with you. But when we fast, it's not about, and we're going to change our prayer book too. It's not about my desire. It's about God. What do you desire? You know what God desires in this community? That we reach the lost. That we reach the hurting. There are people in this community that are hurting, y'all. Amen. They're going through. They're struggling with addiction. They're struggling with identity crisis. They're, they're suffering with depression. All kinds of stuff. And the church should be the place. But here's what I, here's what I found out. Real recognizes real. And watch this, a fake that people uh, gra will gravitate more to a counterfeit than they would the real thing. My last point. He says here, look what he says. He says, behold, on the day you fast for your desire, right? But watch this now. Let me show you what happens to them when they were fasting. They, they, got, they got the fasting, right? And guess what happened to them? They start getting an attitude. I'm just giving you layman terms right here. Look what it says. And you and drive. You know what that word means? To terrorize. To harass. To put someone in distress just because you didn't have your cigarette. No, I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they, were, they had given up food, right? And rather than having a great attitude while fasting, give my last point, give my last point. Fasting is not done if while you're fasting you develop a bad attitude, kill it. He said, you know what they were doing? Here's what they were doing. They were exploiting their workers. They were working their workers overtime, and they weren't paying them overtime rates. Then on top of that, they would tax them. This is what they were doing. Take, watch this, so that they wouldn't have to pay them. They were exploiting those. Listen, if you are truly a Christian, then why do, you, why do we treat people the way we do? Why don't we love people? 
Why don't we embrace people of different nationalities and genders and all this other stuff that's going on today? See, I love the person I hate to sin. Are you following me? Amen. I love the person I dislike to sin. So if I can love them to Jesus, come on somebody, and not condemn them for where they are, just listen, that's true love. That's, that's not driving people. And if I fast, my attitude has to be one that says, God, I humble myself before you. Forgive me for, not, for, for thinking about me doing this fast. Forgive me for always wanting my desire doing this fast. You see, when weightlifters want to strengthen their legs, there's no exercise that competes with the squat. You see, you put the weights on your shoulder and you go down and up and down, up and down in order to build strength in your legs. In order to build your hamstring, in order to build your legs, you've got to squat. Most of us don't want to get low enough to get stronger. <laughs> I'll say one. We don't want to get low enough to get stronger. And getting low enough means that you have to deny yourself of something. Could it be it's something that you're doing right now? Listen, you want to break that cigarette habit? You want to break that drinking habit? You want to break this habit or whatever that is? You have to fast. Because when you fast, next week I'll show you what happens when you fast. So this is why it's important. Not to fast to do what? To impress God, to show God and other people actually how spiritual you are. Number two, fast is not about what? False is not to be done with a false humility. Fasting is not done only to get what we desire. Fasting is not done with a bad attitude. As I close today, I say this to you. I was truly blown back because I've heard this scripture before. I've read it. I've taught it. I got to reteach it. Because, you know, I looked at it. I was like, oh. These people reminds me, amen, of myself at times. That I'm just going through. Notice I said me. I didn't say you. Me. That I'm going through the motions. I'm not really meaning what I'm saying. I, I'm doing all of this religious stuff without any real reason. And today, if you're here and you want to come today and you say, Pastor, you know what? I've been there. That's been me. Maybe, maybe God has shown you today. Man, I can't just be doing something. I got to do it.